Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host. Man, we're not even like 10 seconds in And joining me today is Devin Nakoba. What's up? Kyle couldn't make it, and we're shooting on an off day anyway, so um, it's okay. No, no problem, say hello Kyle. Don't, don't think there's anything nefarious happening because Kyle is not here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if we left the <laughs> mic, like he's actually here, but he's not here. Yeah. Okay, before we begin, let me remind the listeners all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. By the way, on High Sessions, the music channel, we just re- started releasing Kalani Pea. Oh, nice. Um, some video, and he brought in hula dancers and everything. It's beautiful. Even louder, because that's Kalani. That's Kalani, <laughs> yeah. Everything is purple. <laughs> but, uh, it's, but it looks amazing. It looks yeah, amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure. Okay, uh, if you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, you can go to patreon.com and donate. Um, we, I believe we do have a Patreon, but I don't have the name in front of We're on an off day. We're on an off day. So we'll, I'll, we'll announce well, that back on Tuesday. you excuses for stuff that you're forgetting. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you to Koopa Koopa Landscaping, <laughs> Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate or go to koopakoopalandscaping.com. Of course, of course, Fort Ruger Market. So I'm on this new diet now where I'm trying not to eat uh, carbs too much on Wednesdays and Thursdays. What? Yeah, I, I'll t- we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later because I'm going to get to Kalae, but um, yeah. So, so I'm sure he has something to say about I, I was just thinking about the lao lao this entire time. Yeah. Well, lao, I, so I just ate a lao lao for, for lunch, <laughs> which is good. It's a great choice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. You can find Devin on 94.7 Kumu FM. You can go to High Life Clothing to find Kyle and... Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest, Mr. Kalae Parish. Kalae is a singer-songwriter from the Big Island. And, uh, oh, from Hawaii Island. Yes. Sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody. With <laughs> Hawaii Island. <laughs> By the time you hear this, his new single, That's the Life, will be released yes. out. And so when nowadays, when you say, my new single is out, what does that mean, out? Available streaming everywhere. Okay. How does that... Okay. I don't even know how that works. Oh yeah, let's talk. That's, about how, that. that's how old I am. Because <laughs> let's get into that. Even like when you upload it to whatever distribution thing online that you do, isn't there like a, a delay between the time you upload it? So you uploaded it early, and now it's just sitting there, and you just have to turn it on. You, uh-huh. you upload it early, and yeah. you actually set a date for it. Oh, so I it's see. there's a specific. You can set your release mm-hmm. unless you you can just upload it and let them release it whenever they feel like it. Yeah, but. Is a lot better to mark a day. Oh, I see. I like choosing Fridays to release music. Fridays? Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a good Aloha Friday. Plan. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It feels yeah. good. That's, I mean, way back when, it used to be when they would release albums. On, On Fridays? Friday? Really? I, I thought it was, was like, tu- yeah, I was guess it, so. Well, it was Tuesdays or like Tuesdays, Tuesdays were, were Fridays like, or music usually. We oh. can Google it. Nowadays, you can Google uh, everything. Yeah, that's Best true. day to release yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you a born and raised uh, Hawaii native? No, um, actually, I was born and raised here on, on Oahu. Oahu. Okay, yes. okay, okay. I'm a West Side boy. Mm. Oh, nice. Proud West Side, yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice. And then when did you make the move to uh, Waimea? Recently, in the past several years. I was, I was living on the Big Island, shucks, for several years now. Um, we have a family farm there that oh. I was um, working with my dad, and we were okay. running it together. And then when I had the opportunity to finally move to Waimea, me and my wife um, got our place in Waimea, and... Um, 
Yeah, I've never looked back. Right, because the, the tracks that you guys live on are huge. Oh, yeah. My friend, uh, my friend, um, actually, I, I mean, you, you then moved there. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, my friend, my classmate, Raymond Mook, he lives That's right. over yeah. there. Yes, yeah. And like they're showing me, he's like, oh, yeah, but my land from there to <laughs> there. And I'm like, bro. It's, it, it's insane. It's beautiful. Waimea was my dream. I've always wanted yeah. to be there. Um, I have a lot of family there. It's a beautiful place. It man. is. I, I, I wake up every day with a smile on my face. Mm. Okay, well, we do have some listeners that aren't located here in Hawaii. So mm. let, let's explain where Waimea is. So this is a big mm. island of Hawaii. So North. So it is north. Big Island, kind of, kind of in the middle-ish. Yeah, right? kind of sort of. It's not as far as Kohala is, like right before. Mm-hmm. It's like in between Mauna Kea and the Kohala mountain range. It's oh. right, it's a little it's small right, town tucked there. in there. And it is elevated there. So if you do want to live there, it's you cool, do need to bring cool. a jacket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cold. It can get to like 30 degrees up there. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, because the two mountain ranges are, do you guys get like a, a wind Tunnel effect. Oh, okay. So it does get kind of windy out there. Yeah. So you you do need um, trees for windbreak. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. I did a um, uh, I did a show for HTY, and uh, we did a tour. Part of the tour was okay. We're gonna go by mail. We're gonna be at the theater. Like okay, right on. We did shows at. I don't know, 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning for the kids oh, from the school. Oh, oh, Bruh, <laughs> you see your breath had frost it on the cold. windows. We were yeah. like, we we're like, what the hell are we doing over here? And our, our, uh, the costume I had was short sleeve shirt and pants. And those little Chinese shoes that have no, like, and I went, and I, I grew up in Big Island, so I know what Waimea is like. Yeah. So I was like, seriously, we're going, this is where, Okay right on and we're just freezing our asses off it's cold I, this but, it's, mo- but it's but it's a but it's nice, nice. Racing cold, it's nice yeah. and it gets warm fairly quickly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. by yeah. like eight yeah. o'clock it's warm yeah you know typically but that early morning bro Oof, oh i love it. i live for it <laughs> yeah. i sleep so good yeah it's true yeah oh man i have the best money sleep. dc yeah i'm kind of grouchy when i have to like sleep on a wall and i'm born and raised here too right yeah, but yeah. like every time i sleep here now i'm just i can't wait to go back home it's so hot here plus yeah, yeah i mean well because west side is so hot bro oh yeah right you know you know <laughs> it what, rain it just it's just yeah. it's just hot it's like everybody all angry down that side <laughs> you can see that because i'm from there that's why i'm a happier person now <laughs> Okay, so, so you're out on on the west side, but then how did this? Um, okay, so you have a family farm, so that's mm. how you got interested in, in the farming, and then yes. the Paniola lifestyle. Yeah. And then we're gonna get to the country music. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when did the family farm start? Oh, my my grandpa started that in the '60s. Oh, I see. Oh, so your dad was the one who moved to Oahu, and then no, he just always to fly up and help my grandpa. When my grandpa oh, was alive, me? yeah, always to fly wow. up and help him. So my grandpa was a police officer, retired major from the Honolulu Police Department, and that was his like retirement. So he bought it in the oh. '60s, the land in the '60s, yeah. And then over the years, you know, you develop and then you just start. Wow, man! Farming, yeah. That was, you know, I, I think when you're in the police department, you kind of want a stress reliever. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. sure. So when <laughs> where we're, can I go? Where there's not many people, and so no, yeah, shouldn't have crime. Exactly, he's trying <laughs> to get away from people. And uh, so like when we were kids, we used to have to go up and help all the time. Especially when my grandpa passed away, my dad ran it. He took it over, so yeah. we would always fly up with him. He'd bring us up and would have to work. Boy, <laughs> oh. whatever. You see yeah. the big pile. We'll take care of that. You know, but I I miss that. It, and it's cool too because on my on my mom's side of the family, my grandpa was a pig farmer. Oh, you're kidding me? My uncles had horses, goats. Yeah. So oh, wow. on both sides of the family, like we just grew up country boys. You know what I mean? Got, oh, nice. 
quick funny story. My mom bought me brand new white vans when when um, me and my brother okay. and my grandpa made us have to feed the pigs slop. <laughs> and my mom came back that evening and she was pissed she was very unhappy she was like dad why'd you do that <laughs> he just laughed and he thought it was funny <laughs> so you got special coloring on the shoes yeah 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 so you guys do livestock mm-hmm. and and what kind of uh, crops are you working on out there we used to have a macadamia nut um, oh, we used to do, macadamia yeah. Nuts. Yeah. but now yeah now i just you know i have my little my little pigs and then i have horses and my dogs Keep it pretty simple. Yeah. Wow, man. That sounds that it, sounds nice. Yeah. Like I said, it was it was my dream. I think I, I kinda always imagined, you know, when you try to manifest things and you, I asked myself, how do I wanna live? How do I wanna raise my family? Yeah. And I just dove in and I chased it. And I said, This is how I wanna live and this is how you know, I told my wife before we got married, I was like, if you're not into this, you're choosing the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know, <laughs> and we gotta, and we actually got to get into that because yeah, yeah. your, your wife is somebody that a lot of people know as well. I mean, she's been in the public eye since she was born. Oh yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Her whole life. She's uh, song about her and that everything. Would be, uh, yeah. That'd be Kalina cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> from, Capenna, basically. Yeah. So you know, uh, like, how did you guys end up getting together? Because I, I've known Kalena since she was baby, baby, yeah. and then all of a sudden, well, she got married to this yeah cowboy from yeah. Camuela, yeah. and we all the rumor. Yeah, like, what is cowboy? <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> um, we were friends for actually. Um, I moved home from college in 2013, mm-hmm. and my my cousin was good friends with her sister, so that's how we met. Was okay. just through that, and then you know I started kind of I was playing music at that time yeah. as well. So we started dating because I was playing at Aulani mm. with my oh, friends, yeah. and she was um, performing um, at the show there. Okay, the Luau show, and so after she was done with her show, she'd come watch us play. Ah. So she'd always come watch us play, and then that's how we. You know, we're already friends, but we started hanging out more, and then nice. one thing led to another. Yeah, yeah. and here, so you awesome. and and here you are. Here you are. Yeah, and then she said, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, I was like, "You sure you want to go?" She's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, we're going." <laughs> well, there's been a few artists that have moved up there. I, I was yeah. saying, you guys got your little yeah town of musicians. We could throw a there. really fun concert <laughs> just with the people in town. Yeah. Well, my my one of my favorite artists um, now is Blaina Singh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's up there, and I'm sure you guys probably bump into him. Oh, for sure. We, we wrote some songs together as well. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, wow. That guy's yeah. an amazing songwriter. He is, very it's much. Just like, just nonstop coming yeah. out of him. I think the the atmosphere and the landscape really inspires mm-hmm. um, for music and songwriting, um, which is another reason how country music comes into play is like a lot of times I'm writing just about my life, you know, yeah, and yeah, the things yeah. I experience and see. You know, we, we ride horses. I've... Just the other week, we we're riding our horses down in the valley, you know, um, in one of the valleys there, and we went in at sunrise, you know, and that kind of moment is mm. like I feel so grateful, but it naturally, as artists, it inspires music, you know, and then mm-hmm. I've written so many songs specifically about my time on Hawaii Island. Is it's magical. It's a beautiful place, and it's alive. So, yeah. do you bring like a guitar with you, or you sit there with your phone? And I always got my the- phone. I'm ri- riding my horse sometimes, and I'm like, I'm like singing it on my phone, like, <laughs> but silently so nobody sees me. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? You know what I'm doing. Stop bothering me. I got the idea. You're gonna, you're gonna take away my idea. Stop bothering me. Yeah, it's fun. Wow, that is cool. And then your your interest in country music. This is something that's been with you for as oh. long as you've done music. 
forever. I, you know, growing up, like my family, like all our families are big karaoke singers, right? Yeah. And they all sing country songs. You know, and then when I went to school in Oregon, it's really country there. All my friends, right? All my friends up in Oregon, oh, yeah. they yeah. all need to listen to country music. So that's a, obviously we love our island reggae music as well. But they really got me more interested in them because a lot of them got married. And all the songs they wanted to hear, uh, they asked me to, and when I got asked to sing for their weddings, was country mm-hmm. songs. No way. Yeah. Which is songs I already knew because, you know, yeah. we, we were listening to it all the time. So. But where did you go to school in Oregon? Um, Linfield College. Oh, well, it's okay. Linfield University now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of Hawaii people there. Well, oh, con- yeah. Country music is a is a bigger deal than I think people understand. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It really is. Because they, they have concerts here, and they sell out. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Like the, the person, and most of us go, who who was here? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And the thing, like, there's not a seat to be had. And it's a trip, man. I, I've talked to some big-time country artists, you know, because I, I, I got lucky to perform open up for some of them like brett young yeah, and, um, the yeah. lead singer for rascal flats and i've talked to some and they're like even other songwriters from nashville and they're like country music they don't really know our songs here right and i was like oh no everybody knows <laughs> yeah. we love country in hawaii yeah. it is country in hawaii yeah, yeah. it is country and yeah. i mean we have a we have a deep history of of cowboys out oh, here. oh yeah big time you know um the steel guitar originated yep. in hawaii mm-hmm. yep. and a lot of people don't know that yep and so and you hear it and all country music you, mm-hmm. know? you hear it in my music but everywhere you go if you listen closely almost every country song has a steel guitar sliding in the background mm-hmm. if you, and you're just like it's there yeah you know? if yeah. you listen for it it's there yeah yeah and even the um i think also to the the storytelling aspect yes of country yeah. music is yeah. something that's you know I mean, you got blind men in the bleachers. You got all these songs that people remember from small kid time. And the chair. Yeah, and they're all songs, right? They're all songs. They're, yeah. they're country songs, basically, yeah. because they tell this story, and, and you just listen, going, "Wow, that's so cool." <laughs> I, I I think that's what draw me drew me more into country music is that I really wanted to. Um, I love songwriting. You know, that's a big thing mm-hmm. for me, and I and I love the storytelling aspect of it, and I wanted to tell stories um, more so like. I think we you know we grew up in the island, so we we all love to dance and we love that kind of upbeat, energetic music. But I, me as an artist, I really love telling a story and having a message in the music mm-hmm. and sharing that, especially my own stories. Or like sometimes I write songs just from experiences, from having a conversation. We can be talking about something, and I was like, oh wow, and I could be inspired by it, mm-hmm. and then I'll go and write to it. You know, um, that part of country music is always pulled me in. Like yeah. I'm a sucker for a good song. You know. And and uh, you know when I used to tour with Dennis Kamakahi back in the day, all all his his show was all about the stories. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and he was such a good storyteller. And yeah, you can incorporate that into your shows. It, it just makes the songs just that much more meaningful. You know, I've been observing that a lot. Um, so many um, artists that we all look up to, like Robert Cosimo, for instance. Mm-hmm. I love his storytelling and watching him. Like, oh yeah, and I. And, you know, us as younger artists, we're always, I, I take notes and I'm watching and I was like, man, that entertain, that aspect of their, enter, you know, being an entertainer mm-hmm. is so beautiful. Yeah. And it really, that's what I think what draws in an audience is when you share a song and they really dive into what you're saying and then, then you sing it. Yeah. 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 And all of a sudden they're just like, this is one of the best shows I've ever been to. Well, that's where they're, I think we, that's we where their, that. their made day shows were always so incredible because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they come out and. Uh, you know, Robert and Ron was talking about oh the time when they did the concert here, they did this thing there. I remember this kid from this time yeah. and all these performances. And you go, 
Oh, that's cool. And it's like you were there. It's like you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It's a connection to place and it's also like a timestamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can tell yeah. these stories. That and they tell good music. stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like almost every entertainer is a, a good entertainer is a good comedian as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got him. He got him. <laughs> Devin, I'm sorry. What? I need you to do me a favor. What? I Check just, the thing. It's working. Make, no, can you just make sure he's in the, in the shot? Oh. Okay. I just want to make sure that uh, I didn't crop him out. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a paranoid person. That's why I don't really perform anymore because <laughs> my my anxieties and stuff take over my life. Yes, he is fine. Okay, he thank. Doesn't lean all the way back. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, right over back. Yeah. All right, okay, okay. Nice. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right, okay. So you start off. <laughs> There's always something that he's worried about. Yeah, it's, it's always something. Sorry, but uh, so you start off on the west side, and then now you are full country. Singer. He's a cowboy. Yeah, cowboy, and he's living the life and everything. Yeah, it's well. well t- talk about the recording part about it too now. So you, oh, yeah. now you're recording these tracks, and uh, as as we were kind of discussing over lunch, yeah, no albums now, just all singles. Or I guess the albums do come. Yes, but do you go out and when you perform, you're just. I, 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 do you tour after the album's done, or do you tour as singles come out, or how, how does this all work nowadays? And it's crazy. Like I, I, I think we're all trying to figure it out as well. Like what is the best way to do it? I think it seems like people want music, or just not just music, everything. They want it fast. Right now, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah they yeah. want they want things coming out. They want it accessible to them. They always want more. Always want more. Um, I think before, right, t- correct me if I'm wrong. You could release an album and you could you know ride that album oh you could tour on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i mean For like quite a while oh like yeah maybe two years at least yeah. right oh, yeah um not saying you couldn't do that now but i i think people just constantly want to hear new things new music yeah. um, unless you're unless you're an established artist like a yes. robert casimero who mm-hmm. has 30 years worth of recordings right they the new guys when they come out they're like okay turn around tour okay no, incorporate this okay do your song it's like holy crap. no it, it's 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 a lot um you know, I, I, I write my, I, most of the songs I write is, actually all my songs is I wrote myself or I co-write with people. So I, I'm, there's always music, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of recording it. A lot of the recordings I fly back over to Oahu or wherever. It doesn't matter where I record. And to track a lot of my music, there's also places on the Big Island or Hawaii Island that um, I'll record as well. I think, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of addicted to it. I'm addicted to creating Mm. music mm. from scratch you know like I'm, like specifically creating new songs from scratch like i'm chasing that high constantly mm. which is why it's it almost appear someone told me this recently they're like oh it seems like you're always dropping music and i was like well i'm always creating music and i i think i'm in my mind i'm successful if i can continue to do this and make a living doing it you know mm. what i mean because it makes me happy um, I love co-writing. I love collaborating. And when you start doing that, you start just creating even more music because right. everyone has right. their own different take yeah. on something. So it always sounds fresh and new. And I chase that constantly. Uh. And not chasing desperately, but I chase it. Where I'm an addict to it. Mm. You know, I'm an addict to creation. I'm an addict to the those moments. You know, those moments where like there's a cool idea or a cool hook, and then everyone's just like, oh, you know yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love those moments. I live for that. Yeah, well, you did a collaboration with The Bruise, mm-hmm. yeah. Kick, Kicking Back, which yeah. is a great song. Oh, thanks. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah, it is. But how did, so how did you get in, in touch with that? I mean, that, that must have been a fun collaboration. I saw the video, too, about how theoretically that's how the song came. Yeah, yeah. Up, but 
But um, yeah, was that one of those like aha moments, or is that really how it came out? Kind of sort of. All right. I, me, and the Brews, we met at the Hawaii Songs Songwriting Festival, uh-huh. uh, which is, I encourage anyone to go. Um, completely, it'll change your mindset a lot. And what's cool about it is when you, we all know this, when you surround yourself with a lot of like-minded people, especially songwriters or music makers, producers, you'll naturally start to grow and elevate what you're doing. It's like playing, being a better guitarist. You you start hanging around a better guitarist who's better than you, you're gonna elevate naturally yeah. Yeah. because yeah. you're gonna push yourself naturally. So The Bruise, um, we were talking about um, collaborating for quite a while and an opportunity came up for us to um, get together and work on a pop country song. Like that was, you know, that was the goal. Yeah. So they're great because they're, they write, great poppy tunes yeah you know they're they're good at that and then but they're like we never wrote country so that's where i come in you know because uh-huh. um lyrically you know or even the I- idea of it is i naturally just write that way you know um so when we worked together we, we had a lot of fun um coming up with hooks and coming up with a song that was upbeat driving that we felt that you could play it anywhere I think you guys really nailed that one. Thank you. Like, yeah. It's really good. I don't know if you're familiar with no, the song. I didn't get a chance to hear you. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Like, I can see it as some kind of anthem for something. Yes. You know? yes. Yeah, this is the way it came out. It's really well that's, produced. That's country music right there. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthem, but we also, you know, we keep in mind, we want to write things broad that it can uh, appeal to anyone, you know, mm-hmm. not just one cowboy or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Anybody could feel that way where you're working hard all week and then you're just looking forward to kicking back. Mm. you know would you say that's the new style of country because i know that there's there's been some sort of push and pull yes. in the genre itself right mm-hmm. because people um consider it you know too pop like taylor, yeah like taylor swift had to specifically make a an effort a a, a a specific like a statement move. like i am yeah doing, like i yeah. am not doing country now i am just doing pop music yeah. because people are like oh and even you They're know like pick one yeah like pick <laughs> one and i was like well, it, it seems to limit musicians to a certain extent to make them say i'm country or i'm country pop or i'm like real country music yeah <clears throat> you know there's a lot to say about that because even like people were saying like country music in hawaii and i was like country music's everywhere yeah. It's international. Yeah. And everyone has their own version of it. Like, what I like to sing about is, you know, our landscape and what we have. I'm not going to sing about an area necessarily, right, that I know nothing about. Right. I, I know about where I'm from and what I see and what I feel. Yeah. And in terms of pop and, like, traditional, I like both. Mm-hmm. And who's to say what is what? I, I don't really have an opinion on it because I listen to both of them. Yeah. And... I think people just like what they like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it can be both. It can be good both ways. Well, it's it's interesting because for you, like, it comes out in the music that you write and the way that you end up producing it, right? Because mm-hmm. you could take a song that you write as a quote unquote country song, yeah, drive it more toward that direction, and then it becomes a way more country song. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it'll it'll sort of on its own move in a more direction right totally and that depends on who you're working producing with um if like recording it here in hawaii working with our hawaii producers Mm -hmm. rather than working with producers in nashville it'll be a totally different sound Mm -hmm. their take Mm -hmm. on the same song will just be different they hear things differently you know what i mean Mm -hmm. the guitar players play differently yeah um it all depends on 
on yeah on, on who's touching it really and they'll sway it in that direction hmm. yeah and then does your wife get involved does kalena get involved with some of that oh yeah totally yeah. she helps me once in a while like i ask her opinion on something and she usually give me the yay or nay on something <laughs> what do you think about this line she's like yeah you can do better and i was like okay wow. good good <laughs> And which I appreciate. I was like, yeah. tell me the truth. Like, don't sugarcoat it. Because if it's bad, tell me. Because I want to make it good. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty big on I won't release a song unless I think it's a good song. I think mm-hmm. we're always striving for a hit, right? Songwriters, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. we're going to write a hit, right, in this mm-hmm. session. But, you know, like we said, not every song is that hit. It's not always meant for to be commercialized, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's just those singer-songwriter songs. But to me, it's important. It needs to be a good song. The song got to be good. It cannot just be a song. Do you think if you, um, let me ask this question. I'm just kind of thinking about this way you're talking. Uh, so I don't write too many songs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's because uh, I live a pretty mundane life. <laughs> and like, what am I going to write about? <laughs> Today I woke up and I opened my emails and I drank some coffee mm, and went to the some store. Fortnite. I went to Fortnite and went to bed. <laughs> you know, so, but you're like living the life, you know? But do you think if you're doing like a nine to five office thing, you'd still be able to come up or is it, uh, so it's either that or just, I, I, I'm not a songwriter. I'm not really a songwriter, but so, so that's, that's the answer. But I don't know if you were, no, if you were just driving to work every day, sitting in traffic, you think you'd be tapping on the thing coming up with tunes or do you think it's partly you got in, you know, engrossed in this lifestyle too, that, that helps you to, with the songwriting? The, the lifestyle definitely helps um, because there's inspiration all around. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when we're making music, even if you're not writing songs, when we, if you're creating music, you need to be inspired. You know, it's like those moments on stage that, like, you know, you didn't rehearse it, but it happened. Like mm-hmm. somebody did something. They just mm-hmm. they're feeling it. It's it's an inspiration that you feel that comes out in the art. Um, songwriting, you can learn to songwrite. I think there's skills you can develop that I've developed over the years um, to become a better songwriter. Um, because everyone writes different. Like some people write choruses first, they write hooks first. Some people are just lyricists. Some mm. people are great with melodies. You know, it's but you can learn to be better at all those things. And yeah. if you're not strong in one area, a lot of times that's when we collaborate. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, when you start, do you does the melody come first? Do the words come first? Melody. Melody first. Melodies usually come first. Okay. Yeah. When I'm driving, a lot of times I'm driving around. When I'm traveling back and forth mm. between islands or to the states, you know. We can be talking like this and something just might trigger, you know, you hear something in your you go, head. Hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, let me record this. <laughs> Stand by. No, seriously. Um, it, it can definitely be taught, um, the, but the inspiration does help for mm-hmm. sure. Like, you okay. know, we hear lines okay. all the time. You know, you hear a clever line. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, that was kind of cool. You just yeah. said, I turned that into songs all the time. See, John, you could well, come up with a clever you line. Could. And you could. De- you definitely could. I Maybe. I don't know. It's like coming up with guitar licks, you know what I mean? Or like hook, yeah, hooky yeah. guitar licks. It, yeah. yeah. It's really something. I know uh, like Jackson Brown, uh, you, you saw that uh, Eagles, Eagles one, yeah. that Eagles yeah. documentary. So like um, Jackson Brown, who's written a, ma- a million amazing songs, he looked at it like a job. He would wake up in the morning, get his coffee and s- get on the piano and just plug away every day. Yes. You know, because he felt like if I just keep doing this, I'll come up with something mm-hmm. at some point, right? 100%. When I talked to Justin Young, our, our friend, he's like, "You got to just keep writing because you just get all the bad ideas out of the way, and then, <laughs> then a good idea will kind of come, you know, like at a certain point." No, Ju- Justin but, is totally right. Uh, I I noticed I started writing more songs is when I approached it that way as well. You wake up every day and you just try to write, even mm-hmm. if it's like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like 
it's like you're building the muscle. Yeah. You know, yeah. or it's like when you want to become a better guitar player, you pick up your guitar every single day. You know, songwriting is that same way. You just, you just try. You just gotta do it. Just you just gotta do it. Do it. Um, I think because it, uh, it unlocks something in you when you're having to do it every day. In the sense that, it it opens that part of your brain or your soul or whatever mm -hmm. that does this and says, okay, now I can feed this stuff inside and then stuff will come out the other end, mm. yeah. right? Because otherwise, you're just sort of going about your day. John. Yeah, going you're just about going about your day and just sort of trying to get through it whereas if you open yourself up to it it goes oh okay well that happened well and then that happened well that was kind of interesting yeah and they feed it in and go okay here's a lyric or here's a tune that you can think of yep mm -hmm. i've locked myself in my room at one point locked myself in the room and i just pick up my guitar and i'll just try to write write wow. something play chords and try to come up with a melody um and you don't always fit like i've written songs in like five ten minutes i've written mm. songs that taken me like two three years mm. you just never know it but whatever i have i just stash it away you know it's funny he keeps uh saying i get my phone and i you know i sing into the phone it just makes me think about like um when i i was young probably younger than younger than you but i would like be driving home like Singing the song, singing the song, singing the song. I'm trying to remember it until I can get home to like record, record it on something because I don't so have anything. So you keep singing, yeah, you keep singing to yourself. So I just keep singing this thing over and over like a crazy person, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I remember Guy Cruz a long time ago. He's like, I got this thing, man. It's going to change your life. I'm like, oh, okay. He pulls out a mini disc recorder. Oh, yeah. Remember mini yeah, disc recorder? Yeah. And it had this little thing that had a tiny little microphone that you could like put on mm -hmm. a stand. And he's like, yeah, I've carried this around with me everywhere I go. So, so for a while I was carrying around a mini disc recorder, but now everything's in your phone, man. You can like, oh yeah, you can like record stuff, mix it down, send email it to yourself, email it to someone else. You can do tracks. No, yeah, you can record a song, like mm -hmm. mix it and everything yeah. on your phone nowadays. It's crazy. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. From the days of <laughs> singing the same line to yourself, so you would make it home and remember it, <laughs> all the way to now. It's it's quite. It's funny. I watched the Holdovers, mm -hmm. the movie uh, this weekend. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's pretty good. Pretty John good tries movie. to watch a show, a movie every week. Yeah, I try to watch every it week. Yeah, yeah, at least one movie good. a week. Yes, I do. You have to look for his one word verdict, uh, his one word reviews. Yeah, which wow. are actually you know, like a sentence and a half. But but anyway, anyway, so you just push him on into one. <laughs> the story is set in 1969, right to uh -huh. 1970. So mm -hmm. it's just a, and. Um, these kids are at this school and the holdovers and it's are break. yeah it's break but they have to stay there right and then so they're it's, it's snowy there's not they can't do much outside mm -hmm. and so it shows them like inside the ha house right and then they're like doing a puzzle I was telling my daughter I'm like the lady's doing a puzzle and that's it she's just doing a puzzle she's not doing a puzzle and watching TV or doing a puzzle and looking at her phone or do she's just sitting there focused on focusing on doing the puzzle and that's you trying all to teach her a lesson why are you I'm just saying, watching a like, movie <laughs> like life has changed a lot oh yeah yeah it's different years, right no. i mean dude my son i walk into his room he's playing he's playing a game like i don't know minecraft or whatever mm -hmm. and he's got his youtube one right and it's right, playing yeah. somebody playing a game and i'm like wait <laughs> it's crazy but right? this isn't this isn't even anything like the game he's playing it's a completely different game, but he likes listening to it or watching it. And he's got a head thing on. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah. what is going on? Like, how many different stimuli do you need while you do this one thing? It's crazy. It, oh yeah, the world is different. 
even well, like as a gigging musician is different yeah. right like now you can like pop up lyrics on your phone before oh, you yeah. can memorize everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'd sing the song over and over again until you learn all the lyrics it might be even the wrong lyric because you're listening on the radio <laughs> yeah. right and you can't really hear the right lyric right. and they come to find out you meet the artist and they're like oh that's not the words <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, 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 well i was gonna say but you, where you live now you can kind of get away from it all and and, and have some of those like um yeah non-phone moments and stuff right and that's a, that's a huge reason why I, I, I wanted to live in the country i wanted to be able to get away mm. when i when i can and i think um for myself and my family my wife it's 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 been it's been great for us you know it's a chance to heal when you need to mm. and especially as an entertainer you're playing here in front of people all the time you know and it's you, you can if you want to you can get away yeah, and just you and the horse and yeah, the and you and just and take off and go, and no one bothers you, and you just and it's therapeutic. Yeah, it, I absolutely love it. Like, Wait, but are you still running it like a functioning farm? Like, are you guys going selling to the livestock selling stuff? We still sell livestock, but oh, okay, not you know, it's so. What time does your day start then? Because don't you have to wake up early and do all that? I'm an, stuff? well, you have animals, you got to wake up early, especially because yeah. we travel so much. Like, uh-huh. this morning, I was up at like. 4.30, oh my God. 5 o'clock this morning, just so that I can not rush out, take mm. my time, feed all the animals, and then I leave. And that's kind of my routine when I come back, when I leave Hawaii Island ever. Mm. But I enjoy it. Yeah. Like, if I didn't, I'd, I'd get rid of all the animals. But I, like, <laughs> Were you always an it. early riser? No. Oh, so you had to adjust. I, I had to adjust. But, I, you know, you read all these quotes about people saying, like, you got to wake up early and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I take it to heart and I've honestly, I've seen the change in my life just by waking up a little bit or an hour earlier huh. than I used to. I have this rule of mine where like, if the, if I see the sun yeah. coming up, like I woke up too late. Wow. Like, I got to be up. Like once I, like, if the sun's bothering me, like if I have the window open and the sun is bothering me, I'm like, Oh, bounce up. I got to get up. So you're actually like 70. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go to McDonald's. I drink coffee. I know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon and going to sleep at like six. I, no, I, but I wasn't like that. You know, it's funny. When I was in college, like my roommates used to tease me all the time because they felt like I always I I didn't do that. Right? Like, yeah. if you made your you made your classes at like ten o'clock. Right? right? There's like, no way. Well, just in time, maybe <laughs> just in time. Like she was just about to like start speaking, and I sat down quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, and then didn't bust out everything. Act like I was there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, you, you were speaking about the the healing aspect of of living out in the country, and I, I wanted to make sure I touched on something uh, really quickly. And um, uh, it's a little bit more on the serious side, but you know, I want to give you and and Kalena a lot of credit. I know that uh, it was it was really. Uh, a struggle for you guys you, you've been trying to conceive and um, there were some ups and there were some downs um, and I know uh, I believe it was a couple of years ago yeah mm-hmm. two years ago um, that uh, you lost your baby uh, you lost your child and um, I, I give you guys credit because mm-hmm. you yeah. you went and you healed you did what you needed to do and then when you came out you actually talked about it Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I thought it was such a great thing. I mean, and it was weird because when I saw the when I saw like you guys start to post, I I wanted badly to sort of reach out and and congratulate you. But then I felt like I'm being kind of an asshole for talking about this thing that's so private for them. But uh, I wanted to make sure that you knew that there are people out there who admired what you did and and mm-hmm. the fact that Thank you're you. doing that um, 
allows other people to heal as well because because mm-hmm. you know we just don't know the struggle some people have been through oh totally right? yeah. uh, that whole inspir- experience is if there's one thing you learn is compassion mm. towards people because mm. you never know it, it makes you way more patient to a lot of people because i know a lot of our closest friends and family they didn't know what we were going through and they're kind of like wow. acting like nothing but they didn't know that we were hurting and we were struggling mm-hmm. my my daughter lived for 18 minutes um when she was born and you know like my wife had an emergency c-section you know and that i tell you when you lose a child it'll, it destroys you yeah. it, it'll take everything from you um and i think a lot of times we can and i'll relate this to the music a lot of times it's easy to go into the negative you know drink drink your sorrows and um and I told myself that I was t- I'm talking to myself. Mm. My wife was in the hospital. And it was around when they had that big COVID outbreak. Oh, oh so my they, God. They, yeah, they, that. they kicked me out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. You know, I was only there as long as I could be. And then they found a way to um, excuse me from the hospital. So while I was waiting for her, I remember <laughs> I, was, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about it the whole time. I was like, you know, you have a choice. You know, as the, the leader of your family, you have a choice. Is you, you can either go down this rabbit hole and not come back, or you can make an excuse for it and come back later, or you can make the choice to be there for your wife and, you know, man up. Yeah. Like, like, to me, in my, in, what I was thinking to myself is, like, this is, this is what manning up really is, you know. Mm. It's when you are on the floor, but you're you're choosing you know and i think a lot of times um naturally men we try to like hide our feelings our emotions right you know we feel like that's the macho thing to Co- do cowboy up cowboy up, right? <laughs> yeah, cowboy up. No, no seriously and you, you think that and I, but in, in that moment is like this is when you really got to do it yeah. you know and i was i think my 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 attention went to her and my way of healing not just myself but her was was diving into music creating mm-hmm. music and using like studio time to as a filter a positive filter because i we we me and her talked about it i remember and we were like this could go either way like we could easily go backwards mm-hmm. you know when you're hurt mm-hmm. and we tried our best to push forward and continue making music so that we could heal ourselves and you know two years later i'm i'm, I'm proud to say that um we've we've gotten over that hump it still hurts obviously you know mm-hmm, sure. it's not yeah, something yeah. that ever goes away yeah. but we definitely got over that hump of um of being in a bad place yeah. i guess i could say when you i think you're um when you go through something like that too like you said you made the you made the conscious choice to be stronger as a couple because mm-hmm. people break up over oh and tears right? tears families yeah. apart easily yeah. and i know i know why it does like you know after going through it like there was moments where i was like "Ooh, these are the moments like mm. oh, yeah? families apart i've like i stopped myself and i had to like you know you gotta like reset and mm. be like be patient because these are the moments that can tear families apart wow. you know you can either give into that negativity or you can see it understand it yeah. you know what i mean and fight it yeah fight against Dude, that's it. that's amazing that you would be able to oh, stop you. yourself and spot that because that's not yeah, there's not a lot of people self reflection yeah. in the moment. Is yeah, but us, I can't even do that. Right? I'm not, going no, to therapy, no. dude. I'm like, whoa, bro, <laughs> no, it's hard. It's I tell you, it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's <laughs> I I think what helps is honestly, I think what I, I I used to tell my wife this all the time. I think living living where we live and the the inspiration around us and the peace around us mm. really really does help. Mm. You know that help and and definitely 
staying towards the positive. If there's any type of negativity, like we learned, you gotta, you have to walk away. Like, mm-hmm. like even if it's cutting people off, you have to, you know, at least for the time being. Is that like, yeah, 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 right yeah. now? I cannot. No. I can't deal with this right now. You know, take a step away, and we'll come back later when, when I'm ready. You know, yeah. which we do. Um, music, music helps, and I think sharing the story helps us. Like I love honoring my daughter. I love saying her name, Kamakoa Charlotte Parish. Kamakoa, um, my wife said she had a dream, and in her dream, I named our baby while she was Hapai at the time. Mm, wow! And she said, I thought I was like, oh, honey, I know, I know our baby's name, and I, and she was like, what is the name? And she was like, she was telling me this when I woke up. When she woke up, she was like, oh, you said the name baby's name is Kamakoa, and I was like, she's like, you know what Kamakoa means, and I was like, no. And then um, when we did our research and we asked our friends, um, um, it means fearless child. Mm. Oh, wow. Like a chicken skin on this. Uh-huh. I love saying that's right cool, now. Because right? it's, I think a lot of things that hold us back in life is fear, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you don't want to take the step forward, it's fear that holds you back. Whenever you're about to go on stage and you're getting nervous, really, it's fear. You know what yeah. I mean? It's all that stuff. And every single time I step on stage, every single time I'm about to make a big leap that I feel uncomfortable, I think about my daughter, I think about her name, and then I push. And my wife does the same thing every single time. When we're, you're feeling any type of uneasiness, that fear that you don't talk about, I think about her name and it pushes me forward. And I think that's her memory is honest, is truly what brought us this far. Yeah. Is always thinking about, you know, the example I we want to be in, who you want to be as a human being. Right. You know what I mean? And giving that, and I, I, you know, you take all that and then you just turn it into something positive and you share it with people. So I've written songs in the past couple of years um in honor of my daughter and i love singing it on stage i love sharing it with people because there's i'll say hundreds of people reached out to us mm, that's awesome them. it's crazy that's awesome and Good. you feel for them and some of their stories are it, it, there's no comparison but even more heartbreaking than what they deal with mm. you you'd be surprised you'd be surprised yeah. some people have like five six kids you know but you don't know the number that they lost no. yeah yeah you know and that the parents have to um, carry it with them. And music has that beautiful healing way of, you know what I mean, of getting to people, which is another reason why we love doing it, why you love creating and sharing it. So do, do you have aspirations of you know, going and touring mainland and go, taking this uh, beyond? I mean, you've done some of that already, but I mean, yeah. is, is it to go to Nashville more and, and co- collaborate and work up there and yeah. that kind of stuff? Okay. I, I, I was like, you know, it's funny. I was just texting one of my... Um, Nashville friends today that I've I've written some songs with and um we're trying to schedule me flying up there or we wrote a song and he was like hey are, is one of us gonna sing it or do we you know we want to maybe share it with someone and maybe they'll be interested you know yeah. they have a it's cool in the the everyone we've worked with in the mainland all our friends and collaborators it's 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 amazing the type of music you can create mm. you know mm-hmm. with someone outside but everyone loves what we're doing here because we have there's just something about living in the islands we just have yeah. a, there's a sound it's very unique mm-hmm. um yes but i would love to get up in the states and tour more and share share my music and sh- share country music you know our type of country yeah, what is it like when you stand on stage and i don't know tennessee or something <laughs> and you know what i mean and they and you get up there and they go it's Kalai parish and they go Huh? Yeah, no, no. And then you start playing and you're doing Chris, you know, you're doing Chris Stapleton or you're doing, you know, some song and they go, wait, what? Honestly, like that's how, that's how a lot of um, the, the friendships and relationships I've made has come from those moments. I've, I've done songwriting rounds, 
in Nashville where we're sitting down and everyone and everyone's gonna play country, right? We're all yeah. gonna play country. So I was like, you know, I've, obviously I sing country music, so I'm comfortable. But everyone's like, oh, this Hawaii guy. I wonder who he's gonna come out with. I'm not gonna sing with a twang or anything. Yeah, like, that's yeah. not who we are. So I, no, I sing, but I sing my country songs and like literally like the guys are like looking at me and they're just like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. and then afterwards we talking after he's like hey man i'd love to correlate you know oh, i mean? I'd love to work together great. and that's how a lot of the relationships happen it's just my goal when i wanted to pursue music full-time my initial goal was just to be respected in hawaii mm-hmm. i wanted to be able to walk in on a room and everyone to look at me and be like oh that's kalai parish he's a good songwriter he's a great artist mm-hmm. yeah and that's all i was going for you know you weren't even i wasn't even thinking about fans or like shows i just wanted to be able to like sit in a room with people i respected and be able to perform with them that's all i wanted and then everything else like with i think with good intentions like things just start coming out and then you start working on your craft you just start Mm. um you know you want to write a good song you know what i mean you kind of want people to be like hey play your song i know you know how that feels right everyone's like play your song play your song yeah. that, that's one of the best feelings in the world and i was well, like let's you jump for that yeah when you jump like, play yourself please <laughs> oh, played that song for so many years you know like one other song i played this one too you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh you know so we have we have uh the aloha spirit here and i'm sure that's that's a big deal when you go up there yeah they do have something called Southern Hospitality mm-hmm, there that mm-hmm. is pretty nice, too. I mean, um, yeah. I've been through Texas uh, doing shows and stuff, and they, they treat people pretty they nice do. over there. Yeah. They do. It's, it, it, feels, it feels similar, yeah? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. You're like, oh, this is nice. This feels, it's like, this uh, feels... It's like Malasadas, you know? They have, like, the cinnamon <laughs> one, and we got the, the sugar coat, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like ours I is did little, not think you were going to go there. Yeah, okay. Or whatever. All right. Different but flavor, but yeah, 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 yeah but it's flavor. but it's similar, you know. You yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Both both sugary sweet and yeah, nice. low, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It all tastes good. Well, well, let's see. Uh, Devin uh, is not going to let you out of here without a, a sample. Oh, no. So why no, don't no, you no. grab we're, your we're, guitar? Yeah, because I know Devin has a heart out too. He's got to he's got to leave in a in a couple well, minutes. Yeah. Wait, I, so, I want to ask I want to ask about one particular song, and we we talked okay. about it actually because when um when I saw them I saw him. Uh, yeah, it was you and Kalena playing at something. It was at Ala Moana. And I see him get up with his hat. Right? Yep. <laughs> and then they start playing. And, and I know Kalena from playing in Capena. Yep. yep. And so I was like, Wait, what's happening? And all of a sudden, they just they start doing country music. And I thought, okay, the, the country, not going to do. No, oh, okay, not a country song. Oh, okay, now he he's, this is a country song he wrote. Okay. Well, and I went, wow! No, they actually—he's just doing country music. Yeah. That's that's all this is. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds really cool. I mean, I, and I I really enjoyed it. But um, when I grabbed your um, I pulled your album on um, uh, on iTunes, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And um, there was a song off your debut album. Well, not debut, but uh, I think it was where i reside yeah um and it was after the noon after the noon and i I talked to you a little bit about it but i wanted to delve more into that song because that song was written by you Mm -hmm. it it, and it's unlike anything that i've i'd heard you do yeah and it was fantastic because i don't know if you ever heard that song before but it's like a song from kalapana or thank you or oh. C and K, or you know what I mean. It's got that feel. So it. I heard it yeah. and went, 
Where the heck did this thing come from? 100% that's what I was going for. Is that what you were going for? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest compliments I got on that song. Ooh, and I get to say this on, on a podcast. <laughs> Michael Polo played the saxophone on that track. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, and you can tell. Like oh, I, yeah, When yeah, I yeah. tell everybody's Michael Polo, they're like, oh, yeah, that totally sounds like Michael Polo. <laughs> he just crushes it. I stayed up to 1 o'clock in the morning, and I waited for him to get done um, in the studio. He had a rehearsal with Michael Grande, guys. Okay. They're at the studio. And um, he agreed to play on my track. And uh, I recorded that with um, Mikey and Sean. And so 1 o'clock in the morning, I was sleeping in the car. And then Michael, Mikey texts me and he's like, hey, he's ready. So I get up there and uh, I'm sitting with Mikey. And then Michael's like, oh, how do you want me to play? And, I, and then I, saw, I was like, well, do your thing. But yeah. first of all, what do you think about the song? Like, tell me what you think about yeah. the song. He was like, sounds like Kalapano. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's practicing. Wow. And I was like... I should have got that on film. <laughs> he just said that. You know what I mean? Oh, one of the biggest compliments. And then he went in there and he just crushed it like one take. He asked me, what do you think? And I was like, oh, that was great. <laughs> but, I mean, did, you know, so you set out to write the song in that way. Mm-hmm. I, was, I wanted that feel, that groove. Because the songs we grew up listening to, right? Yeah, like, I yeah, love yeah. seeing Kate Kalapana. Like, you know, the other night I was on my computer. So my wife and I are sitting next to each other. I'm typing and stuff. And she goes, Oh, you know, um, my friend's daughter, she's really into Kalapana now. I'm like, wow. Crazy, you know, right? She's, you know, she's 18 years old. But you know what that tells you? still you listening to Kalapana. Good music. Yeah, good music. And I think that's what I'm striving for is just good music. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to play a little bit of it just so you can hear. Doesn't that sound like Michael? Yeah. Yeah. The harmonies. Hold it a little bit closer down. Yeah. I mean, just beautiful stuff, man. You no, could do a whole you. album like that, yeah. and people would be like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah. That would be nice. We so, need I mean, more if, of that you, kind of music. if you ever decide, I'm, I'm just saying, like the country thing is awesome, and totally. this, of course, has country feel to it as yeah. well. Yeah. But if you ever decided to say, you know what, I'm going to straight up do something that's in honor of mm-hmm. these these guys that I grew up listening to, the CNKs and the Kalapanas, rah, you're like. Oh, you're wow. so keyed into it it's no, fantastic I got to perform at Kalapana recently and they they let me choose the song they was uh-huh. like we'll pull you up for a song at the Blue Note I did one at the actually the Maui Benefit at the Mac too uh-huh. and he was like choose a song and oh. I was like ooh you get to let me choose <laughs> so he was like yeah I'm curious what you're gonna choose and I was like ooh The Hurt yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like I got to sing The Hurt with one of my favorite bands oh, was that's the dream right there man. yeah yeah that is amazing. awesome. That's amazing, awesome. amazing stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. Go grab your guitar yeah. real quick. In the meantime, I will I will uh, uh, publicize myself. Mm. By the time you hear this, if you're free on February fourth, that's this coming Sunday. Okay. I'll be at the Hinata Bar at the Hawaii Print, old Hawaii Prince or Prince Waikiki now. I think it's called. Okay. Hinata Bar. Hinata Bar. It's um that outside bar where Justin plays all the time. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, upstairs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'll either be on that stage. If is it's it you raining, and Herb? yeah, Herb and oh, I. Okay, okay. Uh, if it's raining, we'll be underneath cover somewhere. Yeah, because Herb's not going to play in the rain. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. So, so come on down, join us, and then of course, uh, in March, Herb and I will be heading up to San Jose. So, um, 
we'll have details shortly for that. Okay. And catch me on in the West Coast. Oh, and so. Kalai, again, also, uh, thank you very much for uh, turning me on to more songs from Chris Stapleton that I didn't realize was a Chris oh, Stapleton. Oh, Chris Stapleton is amazing. He's amazing. But you did, uh, you and Kalena uh, did, uh, you should probably leave. Yeah. And I was, I was blown away by the song, but the arrangement that you guys did, and I went, who? What song is this? Yeah. It's and he was song. nice enough to tell me, that's a Chris Stapleton song. And I went, what? And it's it's on a playlist that I listen to almost every day, man. Oh yeah, yeah, along with your stuff, of course. Thank you. And of course, you can support Kalei and, and download mm-hmm. "That's the Life," oh. starting by the time you hear this. On oh. three albums, and your other three albums. Yeah, um, and also I have my um, debut. I've done a bunch of a bunch of Blue Note shows, and I'm doing my first one headlining May 26. Ooh, oh, May nice. 26. Yeah. All right, which okay. is um, debuting my album. Oh, okay. cool. It's gonna drop soon. Oh, and by the way, uh. We gotta ask him the three. Oh. Yeah. Man, are we gonna have time? Okay. Yeah, we go. We go. All right, okay, okay. So so every artist we ask this question, because technically we are a music podcast, although we yeah. um, so if you were stranded on a desert island for the rest of time and could only bring three albums with you to listen to Ooh. for all of eternity, what would those three albums be? Ooh. Good catch then. Yeah. Do you need a guitar to play? No, I, I I'm not gonna be able to follow one. Follow you okay. sure? Yeah. He, he he cool, you know. You're actually really good. <laughs> Three albums. Shoot. You know what's crazy about you saying that? Is like I gotta actually like look back <laughs> at like you know, cause the way we listen to music. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's all, all playlists and it's all playlists. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny He's you say that. I I it's hard because I'm, I'm just thinking he's, artists. He's a young un, He's a young un, but he listens to music. Yeah, and yeah from artists. That are, I mean, he's talking oh, about yeah. Kalapana, so I'm totally. like... Totally. Um, I don't know. I guess it would be even more like artists like Chris Stapleton. I'm such a huge fan of Chris okay. I can listen to all his music okay. every single day. The Eagles. Okay. Like Hell okay. Freezes Over and stuff. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, hmm, who would be my third? I know I have. I know I have some. <laughs> It's like it's almost like you're like, is there, is anyone out there gonna be like? I hope you're gonna choose my album. <laughs> you never know. You never know. How's about the two? I got that solid two. I'm a big oh, okay, okay, fan. Okay, okay. Big Chris Stapleton fan. Oh man, I could play that type of music all day long, man. It's a good mm-hmm. music. Those are two good bands. All right. Yeah. Okay. So what what are we gonna hear on our way out here? You guys wanna hear something? You wanna hear more of a a story song? Or you wanna hear an upbeat, fun one? I'll give you the. Ooh. I have two in mind that I was thinking of. Oh, okay. But whichever one, it it can be a, it can be a storytelling song as well, or it can be a. Or I, I kind of feel like we're on a podcast to talk story, so maybe it should be the storytelling. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. This song is uh, one of my favorite songs. This is the song that all the fellas, if they know this song, they always ask me to sing this song. Really? Ooh, funny, like. Funny and not funny at the same time. You would think it would be something else. Yeah. Like all the all the guys always request this song. And it's huh. called this song is called Better Man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. They said we too young to even know to caterpillars on a wage low. But I don't care either way 
Life with you was a sure thing I'll tell your daddy right to his eyes Your little girl, I'ma make a mine I'll only ask once and never twice Maybe you can give me some advice Cause I know that I don't know everything But I know those hard times will make a better man of me Seven more years, some highs and lows We worked so hard that they never know Giving up ain't possible When you got her waiting for you at home Time flies by with a little fun What's coming out next out of that oven? I see your face and that's enough I'll take it all even when it's tough Cause sometimes life's more pleasant in a dream but I know those hard times will make a better man of me Oh, oh my, my Oh, oh my, my Just you and me in love I can live in ease Take us back to the beginning do it all with me Every night I'm sleeping with a smile Two tucked up babies from a long mile And I thank God every day For the best life He has given me Lord knows it took quite a long time But me and you, we stood by each other's side I said, don't worry, it'll be okay A life with you was a sure thing Cause I know that we've got everything we need But I know those hard times will make a better man of me Oh yeah Oh and those hard times will make a better man of me Oh Oh my man Oh Oh my 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 Oh, oh my man Oh, oh my man You made a better man of me <laughs> And that's how it's done, everybody. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much, Clay. Thanks oh, for coming on. Thanks, everybody. Good. We'll yeah, see you next too. week. Oh, thank you, bro.